Get ready for a look into the hidden world of a special forces soldier as he shares important insights on masculinity, leadership, and personal faith. If that's interesting to you, make sure you stick around. Welcome to Leaders Moment, brought to you by Vision Voice and FX Missions Podcasting. We encourage you to take this moment and use it to sharpen the saw of your leadership perspective and performance. We're bringing you interviews, stories, and more from leaders much like yourself who are taking action, learning, realizing potential, and getting results. Special treat. A guest who couldn't normally appear on the show. We had to alter his voice for security reasons, but I think you'll enjoy this. Don't let that sort of, what do you call it, anonymity deter you. He's got some powerful things to share with us. The importance of initiative, resilience, and grit in demonstrating masculinity and leadership, especially in the face of difficult challenges. The significance of a support team and brotherhood in overcoming hardship and finding strength in adversity and a whole lot more. Hello and welcome, Scott McClelland, with your FX Missions Leaders Moment. Thanks for being here. Kind of a special treat that we're putting together for you today. I think you're going to enjoy it. And it's a little bit off of our normal rhythm, if you will. I think that's going to do you just right, though. I'm thankful to be here with someone we are not, or we're not going to name in person. We'll keep it simple enough and say that our guest today is part of the Special Forces community. And he's going to help us understand from his perspective some things about masculinity and faith. And I'm super stoked about this episode. Thanks for being here, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me here. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about this stuff. Dude, I mean, you know, it's kind of an age-old question in my mind. When you think about faith and masculinity and you think about those kinds of things, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to think about. And I think also, you know, some things to improve upon in my mind. I got to say, I'm a little bit challenged sometimes, especially in this time frame that we live in. Where are the good examples of what it means to be a, a man of faith? I'm not talking about a person of faith. I'm talking about a man of faith. And I, I think that's, for me, that's two different things. So thanks for being here to talk about it with me. Just a little background on yourself. We're not going to talk about too much about your service, but what you're up to, where you are in the world, and and uh, <laughs> what those assignments are that you're completing right now. I think it's safe to say that you're, you're from the U.S. You kind of had a normal upbringing. Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing uh, and uh, that kind of thing? Uh, yes, sir. So I grew up, fortunately, with father and mother and then, you know, going to church every Sunday. Now, I can't say that that stuck with me in my younger years, but after coming into this job and having a family since, I've, I've come back to it and realized, like, how fortunate I've, I was in that upbringing just with my mom and dad dragging me there to church every Sunday. And what I learned there, it definitely stuck. And it's been coming back to me now as an adult and thinking, huh, this stuff really makes sense. And I'm glad that I have this. 
rolling around in my head as I go about my daily life and raising my family as it is. For sure, man. For sure. That foundation, that personal foundation that was poured into you and probably into me as well, some points uh, unwillingly, you know, we were like, "Eh." (laughs) but I think one of the things that I saw growing up and we, we we're probably, there's a few years between us in age, but I think it's probably true in both of our timeframes as we were going through this, you know, the church is kind of a soft place to be. It's a little soft, you know, there's like, there's flowery stuff around and you got these poofy curtains and, you know, it, it doesn't feel like let's get dirty and, you know, throw sticks at each other and climb a tree and, you know, do something rough and tumble. Is, is that the way you're, you would describe it? Yes. And I, unfortunately I'd say even more so today from what I've seen. Yeah. I think, man, just the, the willingness to be the guy of just saying like, Hey, I'm going to take charge on this and go forward. And, you know, people are going to fall in line afterwards, but the amount of people that are willing to take something and run with it and being the guy to lead. And then on the back end of that, take the responsibility for the failure or success of whatever they decide to do is lacking. And just in my line of work, like that's what they need is, hey, it doesn't matter what your position or, or rank or whatever it is. If you're the guy who moves first and initiates movement, guess what? People are going to fall in behind you and they will follow you. And like I said, if you're successful at the end of that, awesome. And if you're not, then you are ready to explain why that did not work. But that's part of leadership. Yeah. And learning, right? I mean, we learn, we want to know it before we have to be tested on it. But really, the only way to learn something is to initiate, as you're saying, which is obviously take the leadership, you go forward, you take leadership, you take initiative, and then you see what your outcome is that you get, and you weigh it against what you wanted, you modify your approach, you go at it again. You know, in our times, I think we're trying in some ways to make cowardice okay. Yeah. You know, acting before you know the outcome yeah. is courage, you know? Yeah, you said it. Like, if you don't want to act because you don't know 100% what the outcome is going to be, you're not going to get a whole lot done. It's good to have an idea of what's going to happen, but at the same time, you you got to send it with as much understanding as you have and a good intent. Go for it. And, hey, if you fail, then, then you need to be resilient. And guess what? Try again. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well said. So kind of one of my core questions for you as a believer in Jesus and as a special forces soldier, what have you learned about masculinity that you wish other believing men understood or knew? What, what is it that about, you know, your personal life and experience that you want to pass on to other guys or something that you think might be missing? Yeah, I think it's a mentality. In my opinion, I think the bottom line of it is just mentality of whatever it is in your life. Like It's up to me. If I want to do this thing, I need to make it happen now. I firmly believe that I wouldn't be where I am if I wasn't supposed to be here. So before I came into this line of work, I did some praying and did some 
like, should I do this? And it's like, yeah, I think this is what I need to go do. Mm. But it was after that point that I realized, like, I can think about this all that I want to, but it is not going to happen unless I make this happen. No one's going to hold my hand through this. It's up to me. And then you go for it. You just got to go for it and roll with what you got. You're going to succeed. You're going to fail. I've had failures. I've had successes. And you keep moving forward. You keep coming back at it. If that's the thing that you believe you need to do, then you should know that it is your task. And maybe you get help along the way. Mm. Maybe you don't. But I think it's a mentality at mm. the end of the day of just a grit, I guess. Mm. Like, this is my thing. Nothing is going to deter me. I'm going to see this through to completion, you know. And I think that's just mm. what I, unfortunately, I see is just a, oh, well, you know, this didn't work out. So I decided to go do this. And so I went this direction and I didn't feel like I was in it. So it's, you're not going anywhere in life. <laughs> mm. Mm. So I just feel right. that I think the Lord has tasks for each of us, but at the same time, it's up to you to get that task done. <laughs> right. So, yes. You're talking about initiative uh, and resilience, you know, taking a step. I mean, being led to do something or feeling like you should or want mm -hmm. to do something and then being committed to follow that thing through. And even if it comes out in a way you didn't expect, learn from the outcome. You know, the path of re least resistance, I think, is the opposite of what you're talking about. Like, I tried this, I tried that, I tried this, yep. I tried that. I think that's something that our fathers instilled in us or intended, you know, that should be something that we as parents and as fathers instill inside of our kids is resilience. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember at times being a little boy and observing something of a, a resilient act from the men around me. And I've just, that made me like mm -hmm. inspired, you know, somebody that was overcoming something that was resisting them. That's very inspiring. And that's going to be required of us, especially in important and significant things. I think we can expect resistance along the way and sometimes very difficult yes. resistance. Can you think of a time in your experience, maybe in your training, where grit was <laughs> the only thing that got you through? Is Does something come to mind? Yes. The, yeah, grit was the last thing that I had. You got to hang on to that through training and getting to the, the job where I am, you know, sometimes you have to certain instance, you have to walk very far with a lot of weight on your back and that's it. You just have to keep doing that for a long time. And I think wow. I, I had written down in a little notebook that I had, I believe it was Joshua one nine. And it says something to the tune of, have I not commanded you? Be strong, courageous, do not be afraid, and do not be discouraged, for I am with you. Mm, so mm, I'm mm. plodding along, feeling sorry for myself and my poor little feet. And then I just think, have I not commanded you? And to me, that's like a redundant question, which means you already know what the answer is. So uh, get rid of that poopy right. lip and get to walking, boy. <laughs> and so... <laughs> that was a real big driver, and I still think about that to this day. If I'm doing something that's less than enjoyable, I'm like, well, 
be strong, mm-hmm. be courageous, because I'm here with you. So it's like, all right, well, yeah. Man, that, that statement makes me think like, it's almost like, didn't you hear me the first time? <laughs> You know, like, didn't you hear me telling you to be strong and courageous? Yeah. Didn't I already yeah. say that? You know, that it's like a, it's an affirmation, not necessarily a correction, but it's like, we already talked about this. You're going to be strong and courageous. Just, you know, remind yourself if you need to. Yeah, and definitely just in this job, if somebody's asking a question where the, the answer is quite obvious, then you're cued in pretty quick. Like, oh, yeah, I'm doing something I should be doing. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting that that verse kind of goes with sort of the idea that you're mentioning, or even in your context, you might see that kind of questioning go on the same way the verse is doing it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I've often wondered why special forces folks you know, I've read a lot about the training and I, you know, I've done some of that kind of stuff in the civilian space and, you know, a challenge that you survive doesn't hurt you. You know, it does something for you. It creates good stuff for you. But I asked my friend who was formerly in personnel, he was, he's retired now, a disabled veteran. You know, I said, how much of the transportation of folks in the military is done by foot? You know, and, and he was like, huh, well, not that much. I said, man, why are we rocking 40 miles here under pack? You know, I mean, there's a training aspect that you get from that kind of difficulty that you can't get any other way, I think. Is that your experience? What do you, how do you feel about it? Just when that is your existence is just, is not the easy route. Like, hey, we're, we're going over here. Yeah, we're walking. I think you just become accustomed to harder and harder things to where if that's normal for you, then something that is much more challenging is then less challenging inherently because you're used to doing all of this stuff. that's not normal. Yeah. We're going to walk, you know, 20 miles. All right. Well, it's not going to be great, but I've done that. So let's go do it. Or, you know, whatever the, the task might be. But then later on down the line, when the task is monumentous and a lot is riding there, you are then accustomed to those things and you are able to function in that space. So yes, doing difficult things lends itself to just, I guess, bit by bit, it just gives you that grit or toughness, however mm. you want to call it. It just makes you a, a more resilient person because you've done it, you've seen it. And you've done it once, you've done it a hundred times. All right, like next. Mm. One time I, I heard a guy say, well, the hardest thing you've ever done is the hardest thing you've ever done. So <laughs> to this point, <laughs> so, uh, right. guess what? There's probably harder things out there. And if you haven't done much in the sense of hard things, then something that might not be that hard might seem pretty monumentous to you then. Man. Makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, like the in some athletic preparation, they say, you know, train so that the contest itself is not as hard as the training. So you already got a mental edge of uh, resilience built up when you face these things. And, you know, you can, the human body, in my experience, is not, I mean, you know, for those people who have had 
really difficult exertion or some kind of really hard physical challenge, it's not the body that is stopping us most of the time. Most of the time, it's the mind that says, you know, if you don't stop this, I'm going to kill you or you're going to die. You're not going to die. You know, you got a lot more in the tank, even when your mind is telling you, you know, take your foot off the gas. This is going to kill you. So is that been what you've observed? Have you seen that in action? Yes, 100%. So many, just speaking for myself, you know, you're given a task, you're like, Oh my God, I don't know if I can do this, but guess what? It's either do this or go home. So you decide, man. So you say, all right, well, I'm not going home. So I'm just going to do the task. And you plow along, you plow along. And, you know, several hours later, there you are still doing it with a bunch of other guys who also decided that they were still going to do it. And you come out at the end, you're like, well, that wasn't a great time. And then couple days later you're like yeah i could do that again <laughs> but not even the physical realm but mentally like mm. jumping out of airplanes you know the first time you're going up there you're just up there just quivering at the knees standing at the edge of the ramp and you're you know, i don't know fifteen thousand feet in the air and you're staring down at the earth like is this actually happening right now and it's like well they told me what I need to do. So I'm going to focus on that and go for it. All right, let's go. And then you get it done. You land softly or not softly. And then you brush it off and say, man, that was kind of fun. Let's do it again. Where five minutes before you were just scared to death of the thing. So it's all 100% mental. If you can make your mind do it and convince yourself like this, what I need to do. and connect that then you are on your way dude that's the thing that can stop us even before the challenge comes on because we're afraid and fear is an unnatural thing i've done some of these physical challenges and things nothing compared to what you guys do every day but i can remember realizing that i'm about to jump from this height or something's happening i'm about to this is going to hurt whatever in my mind Fear would well up, but it's not like it's natural. It's uh, Fear has this imagination of its own that you're pushing back against mentally. It's hard to explain, but like jumping from a height into maybe a ravine or, or maybe water below, I didn't always have this trouble. That's how I knew it was mental. I'm getting ready to jump. It's no big deal. But, you know, later on, <laughs> I'm getting ready to jump. Ah! You know, it's just got this, you got this big apprehension. I think that if you push past that and you don't give yourself too much time to think about it, you know, you don't sit there and think through it and think through it. The fear gets bigger and bigger. You just got to yep. go up and take decisive action. Yes. So yep. thanks for unpacking that for us. One other question that comes to mind as we're talking about this specifically about masculinity and being a, a leader in these kinds of venues I think it's also important in my mind that you have a team around you. Like you said, you know, you're going through this, the suck or whatever. Uh, I think that's a term that's used or, you know, you're having a bad time. You're, it's difficult. I think going through that with other people on your team, sometimes you're 
almost ready to give up and that other person encourages you or that other person's about ready to give up and you encourage them. What's it meant for you to have a team around you and what kind of effect has that had on you as a special forces soldier? Can you think of a time or something that comes to mind? It is definitely a benefit having like-minded folks around you as you're undertaking whatever it is because we do get down like it's just inherent it's going to happen you're going to have a hard time and while that self-drive is important things can just not be good and you have those other guys there with you and if you're all sucking together then guess what like (laughs) at least you're there with your boys and you're having a great time and a lot of the times you just come out of it laughing you're like man (laughs) that was the worst (laughs) <laughs> but you're you're in there with your guys, and if they need to give you a pick-me-up or you can give them a pick-you-up, whether it's just a word or you're literally picking them up out of the mud puddle that they just buried themselves in, it's important to have those guys with you to either share the load or they can give a different perspective on whatever that situation is and maybe provide an easier route and not just destroying yourselves on whatever the task is. Uh, somebody maybe with a little more insight can come along and say, hmm, hey guys, maybe we should do this differently. And, uh, <laughs> so yes, it's important to have a group of guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome, man. I know that, uh, you know, brotherhood and, you know, standing together for a common purpose, especially in difficult, dangerous, treacherous, problematic things, it makes all the difference for sure. Mm-hmm. One last question that I've got, and then we'll call it for today. Thank you again for being here, the man with no name. I really appreciate it. I'm just curious, and I'm kind of springing this on you. If you had a thousand men in front of you right now, and you had maybe just some secret of your experience to share with them, maybe you just had one sentence you wanted to share with them. I think about Lincoln's address his famous speech at Gettysburg. I mean, I've, maybe I'm not up to that. You're Maybe you're not Lincoln and neither am I, you know, but <laughs> what would you want to share with guys in terms of masculinity? What can we embrace from the mind of a special forces soldier that will help us to be the men that God made us to be? Man, a good old one-liner for a thousand guys. I think kind of along the lines of what I said before, if you, if it was a thousand guys that wanted to come do the thing, I'd say, if you think that you should be here, if it's in your mind that you want to do this, then it is up to you. You're the one who needs to decide that you need to be here because you're only going to defeat yourself. So you put your mind to it and you follow it through. and you will find the way if it's something that you believe you need to do. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, man. I just keep getting this echo from you in terms, I'm not talking about audio echo. I'm talking about you're saying it takes initiative, it takes belief, and it takes resilience. That's what's going to be required to do hard things. That might be a lot of who you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's at this stage in 
in your life, that sounds like probably what you've had to demonstrate to be where you are, to do the job you're doing, not only in the special forces community, but also in family and life, raising yep. kids, man, yep. I can relate um, to that. I got to say it. Probably the kid part more so than the special forces community. <laughs> One must be resilient. <laughs> yes. Well, man, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it much. This for me is a really special opportunity to encourage men. That's a big part of my calling in life is to encourage men in their faith and their masculinity and their personal mission. And you mm -hmm. have given us a gift here, man. Thank you for being here. I'm Scott McClellan, and this has been the FX Missions Leadership Moment. That was good, wasn't it? If I could sum it up, I might be saying something like this. If you want to grow in faith, leadership, and masculinity, do hard things because those things will help you grow. But don't do them alone. Be a part of a team. I'd love to know what you took away from the show. Shoot me an email at scott at fxmissions.com. Thank you for being a part of the Leaders Moment podcast. We also want to say thanks to Vision Voice, our sponsor, and encourage you to check out their website at visionvoice.us. Also, if you haven't already, please visit leadersmoment.org slash follow to have this podcast and future ones delivered to your favorite podcast app every time we publish. Thanks again.